love me, first love yourself. And God we trust, trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it to no show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They'll also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, aka Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. Killer, what's, what's good? good, man? What up, man? How you doing? Everything, how was your weekend, bro? It was good, man. I got out of there right before the fight, man. I was in Atlanta, man. Oh, he was in Atlanta? How's Atlanta? How's the weather? It was good, you know. I had like 50 niggas with me. Okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means Well, let's get started. Speaking of Atlanta, um, I'm sure you guys have seen the video that's been circulating. It's kind of going viral right now. Cam Newton was actually jumped at a seven-on-seven youth football tournament in Atlanta. Three people ran up on him, and it was eventually broken up by officers. Thoughts on the video that's been circulating? That was kids? I don't even know the age range. There's not even enough details yet, but it was at a youth football camp, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was. That was crazy, man. That, see, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna let Cam go first. Cam, why you let this happen, Cam? My feed into that this morning. Cam Newton is supposed to come on this week, so hopefully, uh, we can get more detail on this situation. Um, that happened to him this past weekend. But what I'll say is this, watching the video, not even that video, this is the third viral incident with Cam Newton and kids at camp. This isn't the first time he got into anything with people at camp, especially kids. I remember he did the camp right after they lost the Super Bowl. The kid was saying, did you give Vaughn Miller some flowers for Valentine's Day? Did you get Von Miller a Father's Day card? Because that's the Super Bowl where he was scared. I guess they were saying he was scared to grab the ball or whatever. Von Miller was all over. Then he gets into another another camp that he's at. He gets into an incident where a kid is saying, nobody wants you. You're a free agent. Cam is going back with the kid saying, I'm rich. He's like, but you, nobody wants you. He's like, but yeah, but I'm rich. He said, you're about to be poor, he told Cam. Cam and Cam's going back and forth with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Even uh, the, another situation when, he took, when Cam Newton said, your bum ass crocs you got on your feet. So it's a kid that, kids are stuck from the videos that I've seen. He's never starting it, but he's always back and forth with uh, engaging in um, the argument with the with the youth on the, in, um, at the football camps. Uh, there's a past incident. It's too many stories I heard. That's why I would rather hear from somebody that's credible, especially if it was Cam Newton, uh, that he got jumped. Then it was he was breaking up a fight, and they tried to jump him while he was breaking up a fight with somebody else, so on and so forth. Uh, this is up to Cam if he wants to keep doing this because it seems like he's trying to come to these camps 
and they keep disrespecting them camp after camp after camp. Now, I ain't going to front. When I was young, I was ignorant. Real, I'm still ignorant from time to time. But these little niggas is ignorant. <laughs> these little niggas say, yo, the disrespect in these videos for Cam Newton while he's at a camp for uh, 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 NFL MVP, the disrespect is wild. I might used to whisper some of this shit they said. They saying this shit to a nigga face. <laughs> yo, did yeah. you give Vaughn, Vaughn Miller a Father's Day card is wild. <laughs> or Valentine's, Valentine's Day card is wild. Yo, you're a free agent. Nobody wants you. Yo, bro, I don't got to be here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's yeah, he's in. actually helping them out. Mm -hmm. where, no, where, where was the place that he said that about the Crocs? Was all this in Atlanta? Um, I'm not sure, but they're all at camps. They're all at football camps. Every last situation is at a football camp. I don't know if they're all in Atlanta, but every last situation, you could go up there and type in Cam Newton and altercation at uh youth camp and like five videos pop up. I thought that was real interesting, like like the way they were fighting, because if that happened in Atlanta, that's very dangerous because everybody's carrying in Atlanta. So it's like that could have went a lot of different ways. I mean, and I'm I'm glad he got out of there safe. I'm glad everybody seemed to be safe. You know, they got a few hands was exchanged, but it didn't look like nothing too crazy happened. Mm -hmm. It looked like they were um they were trying to get it going, but they never really got to get it going. But I think I think um Cam Newton, he should stay out of those camps, man. Cause it would have even been worse if he would have had a firearm or something like that. Somebody had a firearm, it would have been really it would have been really wrong. You know what I'm saying? So he gotta he gotta know that that's a place he can't go like some some rappers can't go to certain hoods. Cam can't go to camps. If he come up here, I'm going to let him know that. He got to stay away from those camps. Because it seemed like wherever he goes, people are, people are trying to get paid also. You know what I'm saying? People are trying to get paid. So if they could lure him into something where he knock a kid out, you know, people are trying to get paid these days. It, it seemed like that's the temperature everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, my just quick thoughts, it, it kind of sucks. I feel like to be Cam Newton and be an ex-quarterback and you can't even go to a youth football camp. I just feel like that's crazy. Like the whole thing in itself doesn't make sense. And honestly, like he handled it well because he had three guys on him and he honestly threw all of them off. But it's just like, it's just disrespectful because why? Like if Cam Newton pulls up to a youth football camp, he should be safe. Like he should be excluded from everybody. He should be able to meet and greet yeah. with people. So the fact that people even feel the need or even feel comfortable even being able to swing on him is crazy. Like that doesn't make sense. So glad he's okay, but hopefully, you know. And that's that. another, and that was just, and and, and I was going to say that, but because I think we didn't get really detailed with the fight, but look, bro, that nigga six, five, six, six, 240, 50 pounds pause of muscle. He's still, you know, he's ready to play if he got with the right situation. Yo, def NFL defensive linemen have problems tackling this nigga. Why did, would y'all think y'all are going to tackle this nigga? <laughs> like, like, yo, this nigga, he used to run through niggas when he's like, yo, bro, these niggas was getting tossed off. One nigga threw a sucker punch. But why you're not tackling that nigga? <laughs> that was stupid. 
Yeah, it looked like he was. It looked like he was. He was having pause, having his way out there. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a movie. Get off me, man! I think it's go. Bro, grown ass professional tackles can't tackle this nigga. You got you thought y'all was gonna tackle him? Man, yo, Cam, if you're watching this, you gotta get so rich you call the cops on them niggas. You gotta go Charleston White, call the cops on them. Yeah, (laughs) what if he had to call the cops on them? That would have been wild. Yeah, he got to get so rich that he, he feel comfortable calling the cops, man. Cam Newton too rich for that. He couldn't have won even if he won. Because if he would have knocked one of them kids out, it would be a lawsuit. I'm not saying he should have, but I'm saying there was no way he was going to win in that situation. If he lost the fight, he was going to be all over the news. And if he went crazy, other than just taking them off him, we, he, gonna, he would be in court the next day. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so moving on to the Warriors, Steve Kerr becomes the highest paid coach after signing a $35 million extension through the 2025 to 2026 season. How do you feel about his extension and future with Golden State? Steve, I mean, they got to pay Steve Kerr. If you think about it, who else are they going to pay? They paying Doc Rivers. Steve Kerr got to get paid. I know that was that was the bonus pause in all of this. He's saying, you know what? If they paid Doc Rivers forty million, my check got to be crazier than that, man. You can't you can't say Doc got paid more than Steve Kerr. And I know with the new management and what's his name, Mike Dunleavy. Is Mike Dunleavy up there? It seems like Mike Dunleavy is just throwing the money away because he got to give it to the people that won before he got there. But it doesn't seem like they're they're looking like they're worth the money at this point to me. But they had to give him the money the way you look at it. He got four, what, four championships? They got to pay him. They got to pay Steve Kerr. But I don't think, like, I think he's at the tail end of this um, um, Golden State dynasty, though. This is just for what he did in the past. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about that. To me, it isn't about the money. I think he's supposed to get paid. Um, great job that uh, Mark Jackson set up for him. Gave him a layup. It was real easy. So, But what I'll say is this, is that I'm real interested at the time. It's only through 25, 26. So that's another two-year extension. So to me... Everybody seems like they're starting to get the writing on the wall in Golden State. Like, we're going to give this another year or two to see if we can rally up something. But we need to start making moves, whether it's players, coaches, or whatever, to keep the franchise afloat. Because right now, um, they're in tough place. And they're not used to being in tough place, at least not in the last decade or so. Um, this is unfamiliar ground for them in the last decade or so. So I think that Mace is absolutely right that they're starting to say, um, when he's saying the general manager, when he's referring to Dunleavy earlier, that's the general manager, is saying that, y'all want me to fix a mess that happened before I got here. Players are getting old. Players are fighting. Uh, We're not in the top 
Uh, we're not in the playoffs. We're in the play-in right now. And if you're a general manager that's new, this is concerning. So I'm happy Steve Kerr got his money. One thing I will say, though, is about this playing situation is that with Steph Curry and, uh, you know, right now, just really Steph Curry being consistent, you can't really count Golden State out of anything because this is one of them scenarios, let's just say, for instance, and I know it's probably a long shot, they end up getting a seven or eight seed and play Oklahoma City or Minnesota and I know they're looking spectacular this year, but they don't have the playoff experience that Golden State has. And they end up giving out the first round or even out the second round, for instance. And then you sit there and say, oh, it isn't over. It isn't over. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but it's a possibility with the plan. Um, so I think they're giving everybody another couple of years to see what happens before they make any other move. Clay's already agreed to come off the bench and take less money, uh, meaning he doesn't want to go anywhere. So what you going to do with that as well? So it's interesting you actually brought up Steve Kerr's years and his contract because him and Steph Curry's contract end the same time. So till the 2026 season, before we go to the next question, do you guys have any thoughts about that? You think it was intentional? What do you all think? Yeah, it's definitely intentional. I mean, and if you think about it, they just put him above Eric. What's that? Eric's posture. He was yeah. he was the um now he's the second highest paid um coach, but he earns his money. I, I not that Steve Kerr doesn't, but it, I I think I think they should have gave him that money. But I'm really interested to see what happened in 26. I don't think yeah. I don't think any of that core is going to be there other than um, Steph. I wouldn't be surprised if Steph playing with a whole new group of people. Yeah, the answer to the question is yeah. I think that was intentional. Mm-hmm. And then also on the topic of the Warriors, they are three and one since putting Clay on the bench. The only game they lost so far was to the Nuggets on Sunday. What does this mean to you that their record is that with Clay being on the, coming off the bench? Mm, Killer, you want to go? You want to go? Or you want me to go first, boss? I don't matter. I go, um, Clay looked good the first game off the bench. Didn't look good. Uh, the games after um so i was hoping that you know we talked about this previously that maybe he was having a i was saying that maybe he's having a man of ginobili moment but i'm not sure if that's the case as well um yeah we'll see what happens but the key is with, with the the one loss that they had is very important and significant it's to the nuggets yeah, those that's who you have to go through in the West. So when you're sitting there trying to make it back to a conference championship or a championship in general, you got to realize that's who you have to go through right now. And if that's mm -hmm. not going to be, if that's not going to be a standard for you, cool. You could be seven hundred and zero until you face the Nuggets. That's just the situation. So. um the record sounds good, but you lost to the key losses to the people you have to go through. Yeah. And I, I would agree with Cam. It looked like he was on to something the first time when he had the 35, but then he shows up with three after that, and then he shows up again with 13. But in his Denver game, he had 23. So, I mean, it looked like he was back, but that's not enough, you know? It, it really matters that they win the games that count. 
And when he's not winning the games that count and he keeps saying he want to change his role, it's but so many changes you can make, he's going to be out the door. I could see him in Orlando somewhere playing with P5. Welcome to Florida, Clay. Because niggas are not going to keep playing with Clay. They can't disrespect him, so they got to just move on from it. I, that's what I think. I think, like, I'm going to use killer term, the writing is on the wall. Clay is out of there, bro. I hate to say it, but Clay, you out of there. Look for houses in Orlando. That's where you might be going, for real. I'm, I'm going to be straight, man. After I saw that fight with Cam, I just got to be straight with people, man. You're definitely right. And it's kind of setting up Clay to kind of have this exit. Cause like we just said, Steve Kerr just had a contract extension. Steph Curry's is the same until 2025, 2026. Yeah, they can't, Draymond. they can't keep paying all this money. Stat to yeah. lose. Oh, my, my my bad for cutting you off. They can't keep paying somebody to lose. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're right. Clay's the only one who has a whole bunch of uncertainty. And I think that's for a reason, but it's the truth, but it's the hard truth. Yeah. Okay. So Wemby had a five by five record game versus the Lakers. He had 27 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, five steals, and five blocks. He joins Michael Jordan as the only player to have five blocks and five steals in consecutive games. So just him and MJ have that record. Do you think Wemby is setting himself up to be the next <laughs> face of the league? Killer, Killer is that enough on the eye test? What you have? He's up there with Michael Jordan now. Niggas lasting in the league, bro. I, listen, everybody who's a franchise player, um, and his stats, are, you're going to go to his stats, his stats are good, and I know he's not playing with the best cast in the world. But even if it's LeBron James, Melo, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, not saying they all took their team anywhere in the beginning, especially Kobe. But you got to be able to say fuck that a couple games, bro. 11 games is crazy, bro. Now, when you go to this statute, they say rookie of the year all over the place. The stats look amazing, but it's not the stats. It's back to what makes this say the eye test. I don't see them saying, move, get out my way. The game is on the line. Move. You know what? Pop, put me back in. I think I got us tonight. I don't see none of that. Stats are tremendous as far as being face of the league. Now, look, that's another thing. You got to see what's remarkable. Let me ask you, who do you think is the face of the league right now? Mason. Right um, now, you just had to pick. LeBron and Steph. Yeah, I'm going to still go with LeBron. That's a great answer, LeBron and Steph. Next yeah. thing we gotta we gotta do is this. As far as I mean, I don't care either way. It doesn't matter to me. But the way it's looking now, the next person. That's why I was saying Jason Tatum says he wanted, and Ant Man says he wanted because I'm not sure if the NBA wants to make the face of the league a non-American. Because yeah. what if it's the Joker? What if it's Luca? What if it's Giannis? That means the face of the NBA would not be an American player and the game's grown outside of us, which we all know that already, but that means the best player in the world is not from America. 
I mean, but that wouldn't be new. That's like where the culture is going. I mean, you look at somebody like Drake, he's the face of rap, but he's not from America. So it's kind of like bro, where the world is I, going. I mean, I've been a lot. Justin Bieber, Canada got a lot of good artists, but I'm talking about as far as marketing is concerned for the NBA. Uh, you know, you had Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant. Who would you Bryant, like it Shaq. to be out of all those people? The new guys. Not, to to be honest with you, look, I think it's still LeBron, and I think it's stuff to a certain extent, but to be honest with you, it might be Giannis. It might be the Joker. It might, listen, it ain't no Americans like that unless you're talking about, like, Anthony Edwards or, or Jason Tatum, but if you ask me... The leading candidates are not American. Yeah. I think I think that right now with all the trouble that players are getting in, Tatum or um Tatum or what's his name? Shea will be the safest bet. They they're the ones that seem like they got control of what they do outside the court. You know what I'm saying? Because that plays into who you allow to be the face as well. You don't need the person who the face of the NBA to be, you know, to be getting in, in trouble. So that's what I think. Then kind of to Cam's point, because you were saying maybe it could, it's usually like American. Given that SJ is Canadian, do you think that plays a factor to kind of give it to Jason Tatum or you still think that just doesn't matter? Um, I think I, I think he's the one at this at this point. If I had to pick somebody, I would go with Shea because he's the one that has been the most consistent. Like, like not just not just like um playing off the court. He never really gets in any trouble. And I mean, he come to the he came to the game dripping. You know what I'm saying? He come to the game fly. So it's kind of you want the camera on somebody that's gonna make it look good. Pause. You know what I'm saying? And he he come to the games right. He he playing good. He talking crazy, but he's also not getting in trouble. So he seemed like a safe bet. That's what I'm saying. That makes sense. I'm just gonna add a little, kind of like a little case against that. I'm starting to think like, no, 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 no. I think he's a great player, but like the way things are going and as I'm paying attention more and more and more, it kind of looks like they're waiting for that shift to be Wemby because it's like, obviously when he was first drafted, we're like, he's going to dominate the league as soon as he gets in, given his team, it's taking him a while, but it's always his scores being at the forefront. And then like now you see LeBron and Wemby both both posting each other with the the alien and the and the king crown. Like that just having LeBron kind of right there in your corner is kind of helping give that shift. And then Wemby already we already know he has a super, super, super clean image. That's why everybody's making sure they post that like he turns off his phone at 9 30. And he's always reading books, and he yeah, doesn't he pay attention. He slapped Britney Spears. Yeah. They slapped Britney Spears. Well, you saw how quick they the like threw that under day. the rug. But the I'm saying they're coming day out they slapped Britney's Britney Spears. That, but immediately they were like, it wasn't Wimby. It was somebody like you see how they like covered that up immediately. I'm just like the way like it's getting a little. I can say it's getting fishy, but like they're making it to where it's like all right, they're making Wimby supposed to be that next up person. Like I do agree, like. When, you know, SGA is a great, you know, pick, but the way that things are going, 
I think there's a pretty strong argument that they are trying to elevate Wemby to that spot. Oh no, Especially I, we, we don't post. deny we don't deny that they're trying to elevate Wemby to that spot. But yeah. the question was who I think. And when it comes yeah. to who they're trying to, it's obvious they're trying to do that with yeah. Wemby. But watching it, being a fan of the NBA for almost like 40 years now, I look at the NBA as there were so many people they were trying to make the next Michael Jordan that did not become the, the next Michael Jordan, whether it was Vince right. Carter, whether it's Harold Miner, whether it was Grant Hill. It was, I mean, we could think of a thousand people that was supposed to be that. LeBron was one of the first people, and that's what I do give LeBron. He was one of the first people to come out and live up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there were so many people that were supposed to be nice, big men, Remember Greg Odom? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I got a list of at least 20 to 30 niggas that was supposed to be crazy and never panned out at all. So yeah. you, it's but so much marketing could do before he's going to have to live up to that. So people keep saying, oh, he, we're not trying to put too much pressure on him. It's impossible to promote somebody the way you promote them and then not be pressure on them to perform. He has right. to perform. It's been too much stated about this kid talking about he's an alien. At some point, he got to look like Alien 4 or we're we going to start look, start calling him crazy. And he's one injury away from being a bust. I mean, that's just the truth because he's so tall. Yeah. Foot or, or yeah. knee. Out For me, when, when, when he didn't win the rookie or sophomore game tournament or whatever, that was like, come on, bro. For me, you got to step up. You're supposed to win that tournament at All Star Weekend. Like the yeah. G League or whoever gets you out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point. So it's like you put all this marketing into the nigga. I thought he was going to be the best player by far. I mean, seven four, and he could do all of the things that he could do. But you can't put a heart in a man's chest, and that's that's what I'm really seeing. And I'm not saying that this is right, but given that there is a lot of arguments about the league becoming soft, I just also wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the umbrella was giving him this grace to get to where he needs to be. Because I know, like, when we're talking, we're like, yeah, he should have won this, he should have did this. And that is all true because you want to see people dominating out the gate. But because of how things are shifting, I just wouldn't be surprised. They're like, well, he had like a okay year but if you still look at his stats his stats were still good which is why we're going to put him at the forefront for the next year so it's just like i could see how that could kind of be passed by not saying it's right but i could see that happening yeah i hope he does i hope he does exceptionally well because it would be heartbreaking for lebron to leave and they don't have no new young guy and but then it'll fall back into who i told you it was is shay or his ant-man like right now it's shay or ant-man it's not nobody else I mean, everybody else is there, but those are the guys that look like they they want they want to be that guy. Like Tatum, don't give me he wants to be that guy. Like to some people he do, but to me he doesn't, and I still think he's a great player. But like Cam said, it's the eye test. I know what I'm looking at. You know, like when it gets tough, a nigga be like, man, yo, I need more niggas on my team. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Is 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 a different thing that you look for that I don't he ain't passed that test yet for me. 
but I think he's a great player, talent-wise. Great point. Okay. LeBron James said he's 50-50 on taking a retirement tour like Kobe or randomly announcing retirement like Tim Duncan. What route do you guys see him taking? Oh. What do you mean a retirement tour? Like everywhere going, signing his jersey in the middle of the court? He's definitely doing that. LeBron is definitely ha having a retirement tour. I know Cam doesn't want to hear this, but LeBron might have the most celebrated retirement tour. I think his retirement tour is going to be bigger than even Jordan's was because this day and age, people celebrate they celebrate. They give everybody their flowers. You know what I'm saying? Niggas who don't even need flowers get flowers. So they they're probably gonna do it big for LeBron as they should. He did he did his thing, but I I definitely don't see him passing this up. He's going everywhere probably twice. He's gonna go everywhere once and then say my bad. I'm not retiring. He gonna play with his son and get two retirement tours. So I, got, I got him doing two. <laughs> I want to be on the record for this, too. I got LeBron having two retirement tours. The first one, and then the one when he switch up and play with his son. Um, I kind of agree a little bit, except for the two retirement tours. If I had to guess, i say he just retired without the tour. So that way... That gives you leeway in case you want to come back. And then you'd be like, nah, you know what? I'm going to come <laughs> back the next season and play again. And then do the real tour, retirement tour. So that's the only reason I think that I kind of agree with Mace as far as, but I don't think it'll be two tours. I think he'll just retire and say it's over. And then this next year pop back up like, now nah, I got something left in the tank. Pause. That's what, Yo, if I have to guess, that's I, what I, I, think. I think. I can see that, Killer. I can see him actually acting like he retired, take the whole year, go travel with his son, working him out, being with the team, getting him ready, because he's going to need another year. So he retires and then go work with him for a whole year, and then they come to a team together. That's what I actually think is going to happen. So don't quote me, but this is what they saying. Yeah, I don't think he's retiring next year, but whenever he does decide, I, I think it's going to be a year off, like May said, but I don't think it's going to be next year. I agree. All right, y'all, we're going to go to break, and then when we return, we're going to talk about court storming. Don't go anywhere. She called this thing about toxic. Four years and counting. Got you feeling like an option. Maybe I'm my own problem, babe. She tired of hearing, I don't know. My stubborn in me won't fall. Oh, oh. Dealing with this thing called trust. But she really thinking about She wanna be free. Welcome back. Let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Pistons will play the Knicks. Underdog fantasy has Jalen Brunson at 31 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? 31 points? 31 and a half, yeah. 
Y'all getting crazy with Jalen Bronson for real. Y'all, yo, y'all going too far with this for real. I got him lower, man. I died. He's doing this thing, but I got him lower. Y'all going crazy with Jalen Bronson. I'm gonna go higher. I just watched the game uh, over the weekend. I he had five, <laughs> he had five twenty point first half games so far this year. He's been cooking. He's on a little streak. That's why his odds is so high. I'm going to go high, especially against the Pistons. You see this continuing, Cam, or do you think this is a Jeremy Lin thing? No, I think this is consistent. I think he did really well in Dallas. Um, and that's why he got the money that he got. I just think that he was so outshined by Luka because everybody in the world knows that's Luka team, but yeah. I was watching them in Dallas. I was like, nah, this nigga's cooking, B. Um, so I don't, I don't think this is Jeremy Lin. I think he's very skilled. Uh, I started doing some due diligence to the background. Got a great background when he played the Villanova high school background. He, it's a consistent thing. I think it is. All right. Okay. No the question is that Jalen Bronson, no disrespect. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. Um, we was arguing about if he should start or Max, he should start this year in the All-Star game. We definitely thought it shouldn't have been Damian Lillard. Yeah. So, especially with the guards, you know, um, even though Trey Young's numbers were outstanding, he had the Knicks in a better situation. Like, Trey Young, he wasn't supposed to play in the All-Star game. He replaced Joel Embiid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for Jalen Brunson to make it and Trey Young not to make it, I think it's consistent. We'll see. Yeah, it's been a long time since a New York guy been cooking for a long time. So that's yep, why. Yeah. I yep, that's a, that's a legitimate. Anything with the Knicks is legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> it's legitimate to ask. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Stat. Who's next? Josh Hart, four and a half assists. I'm higher or lower cam. I'm going to go higher. Josh Hart, I'm going higher. That's my boy. Okay. And Cade Cunningham is at five first quarter points, higher or lower base. Cade Cunningham? No, I'm not going with that. Lower. Dude, if they want any chance to win, you better have more than five points in the first quarter. I'm going to go higher. All right. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. So over the weekend, Wake Forest defeated number eight Duke, 83 to 79. So Wake Forest went crazy and all the fans stormed the court. But one of Duke's players got injured. So now the whole discussion is if storming the court should be banned. What do you guys think about it? What are your views? Um, being that I'm a I'm a lifetime Duke fan, so um yeah. I like Duke ever since like Bob Hurley. That was my team way back then. Um, but I kind of left them with Wojciechowski a little bit. But um, when a Duke player gets hurt because they storm the court, this is not good, especially the Wake Forest. And I and I, I could I could give you countless reasons, but I think they need to let the players get off the court, like players should be escorted off and they should still be able to storm the court. Cause I think that's the part of 
the rally after you beat somebody you wasn't supposed to beat, you really need that memory. Cause I I was I remember watching um uh, it's just so many things we could think of that just stormed the court. That's part of the memory you remember your whole life in college when you beat somebody good and everybody stormed the court. So I would definitely wouldn't want that taken away. And 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 memory of Dick Vitale and all that, I could just hear his voice. Like, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. Number one must go and all of that. The old must go and all that. But thinking about a player getting hurt, they definitely got to rectify that. Maybe they get better security. I don't know. Or, or put Cam Newton on the sideline. <laughs> Cam was doing pretty well with the players. So put Cam on the sideline. Um, just in case anybody was confused, Dick Vitale isn't dead. As May said, in memory of Dick Vitale, just in case y'all just thought Dick might have died, pause. No, Dick Vitale ain't dead, but he, he doesn't commentate much anymore. Dick Vitale just was commentating another night, man. Oh, he was? I thought he was recovering. My bad. No, he was sick for me. You're right, though. He was sick. He was out for a little minute, though, like a couple years ago. Oh. But as far as Storm in the court, first of all, this is Duke and Wake Forest. This is an in-state rivalry. <laughs> so it's going to be a little extra. It isn't even like Duke was number one. They was number eight. Not saying they now top ten. <laughs> but it isn't like you beat the number one team in the country. There's number eight. <laughs> this, is, this is more of an in-state rivalry between Wake Forest and Duke. Uh, University of North Carolina, North Carolina State. When you have in-state rivalries, it's bigger games than sometimes a national game. So I get the storm in the court. Mace had some good suggestions, but how fun is that if you got to wait for the delay to storm the court? Like, wait a minute, yeah. don't storm the court yet. The whole thing with storming <laughs> the court is when that shit hit zero, pause, you just want to run on the court. Niggas so, be looking for niggas. Yo, yo, yeah, going yeah, crazy. Yeah, nah, so you the court. You got to yeah. storm the court. Look, I, but it, it's definitely an issue to think about. I remember a few weeks ago they stormed the court and knocked Caitlin Clark over. So, um, yeah, you don't want any any players getting hurt, any coaches getting hurt, especially the superstars. When you knock Caitlin Clark over. Niggas want to know, you got to hold the fuck up now. This NCAA women's basketball, this is the face almost. You know what I'm saying? Arguably the face, who, depending on who you digging at the time. You know what I'm saying? But she's arguably the face of women's college football, um, ba women's college basketball, and niggas is storming the court, knocking her over. So I like storming the court, but it's definitely uh, an issue when players are getting hurt. I don't have an answer for it. Yeah, but like you said, Killer, if you don't want niggas to storm the court, don't lose. This is true. This is true. Win. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, that's the answer right there. That, that's the whole answer. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that, that's the that's the that's the absolute answer. If you don't want niggas storming the court. Don't lose. Don't lose. And that's that. I definitely agree. All right. So in other news, Richard Sherman was arrested on suspicion of DUI. 
What did you guys think when you heard the news? Killer, you go. Yeah, uh, skip driving niggas to drink up there, man. <laughs> what happened when you up there, man? <laughs> <laughs> you up there, B? You like, I got to deal with this right, this right nigga. <laughs> I got to start drinking, start drinking at the job, man. He said, Skip, got him drinking. <laughs> what you think he was drinking, though? What you think he was drinking? Jack Daniels, pause. <laughs> I think he drank that shit on the way to work, 5.30 in the morning. We gotta find out what time that nigga got pulled over. That nigga got pulled over at 9.30 in the morning? That would think... be crazy. So what I read, I don't know if this is for sure true, but what I read said that he did get pulled around, pulled over around 2 a.m. and he said that he had two margaritas. Two margaritas? And he got pulled over? He shouldn't be drinking that all though, you know. Shout out to the safe drivers. A lot can happen when you're tipsy. If I'm not mistaken, this isn't like his first um, situation as far as, far as like uh, drinking or having an altercation with police or domestic violence or some crazy shit. He was in some, in some shit before and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, matter of fact, what's that? Let me look at this shit real quick. <laughs> first thing I see is say, yo, I, and I don't mean to laugh, because it's, but it's just funny to see what you said. German was arrested in Washington, initially booked on suspicion of burglary and domestic violence. Burglary was, was making me laugh, not the domestic violence part. Like, burglary be sounding wild, but he has Bur a long list. Was he was stealing? Was he stealing? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking right here, March 22nd, plea bargain deal. Uh, he pled guilty to first-degree negligent driving, second-degree criminal trespass. Uh, this nigga, he got a he got a little list of little drinking and driving shit, a little bit of shit here, and a little bit of domestic shit. But I see it's all liquor related. So, uh, and this I just remembered that I didn't even act, I just googled that real quick because I remember looking at it when it actually happened. Uh, Stop drinking and get behind the wheel. You obviously not good at it because you keep getting pulled over and keep getting caught. Yeah, and once they know you for something, they just gonna you know pause, lay on them, and just wait for them because you know he coming out. It's like the cop, like yo, we about to get this nigga. We know he's been drinking. Right, I think that, it was, I, I, do that. I used to go to a bar in Jersey. And when they closed, the police pull everybody over. And I'm like, I'm not coming here. They don't want no more. They know what yeah. Vic has been doing in there all night. So if you, if you see Richard Sherman going to a bar, you lay on Richard Sherman, pause like Mace just said. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you know what you get, pause. Because the cops trying to make the news too. They trying to be lit too. This, this is that generation. The cop trying to be lit. He's figured if I... Pull Richard Sherman over. I'm going viral. It's going to be in my um, body cam pause. And I'm going to be able to get a check from this later from TMZ. You know that's how niggas be thinking. I, this generation is crazy, stat. 
They should have froze me and just thawed me out in the next generation. I should have <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, to Cam's point, this is the only reason why, you know, I brought this up because of his, you know, previous repeated offenses. The first time he had a 90-day suspended sentence with two-year monitored supervision, but that hasn't expired yet, which is now causing other issues. And of course, like the show still continues. So I was just curious on what you guys. Are they going to lock him up though? They ain't going to lock him up. He's in, he still remains in custody following his arrest. So like, I don't, there's no update. Oh, he's still Skip in custody. The, yeah. One of the biggest, that one of the niggas who've been locked up the way Skip moving these days. Like, so what's it like in there? Yeah. Just want to call a nigga and put money on his books. Yeah, yeah. Let's get we got Richard from we got Richard from jail today. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Did you did you you see the game? Yeah, anybody getting commissary now. I got people in the in the in the jails. That's what you do, Skip. Give everybody commissary. That's in jail with 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 um with Sherman and you be lit for the week. Everybody'll be pumping you up. Yeah, you be a little Donald Trump. Yeah, you be a little PPP, pause. Yeah, y'all the same complexion and all that. <laughs> little jail PPP, you know. <laughs> Measures, measures up to SGA and Luca. Anthony Edwards says he feels like he's the better player. I know we talked about Anthony Edwards earlier, but do you guys agree with what he said? He's the more explosive player, but um, and he and he could be the better better player if he if he work um if he work on things off the court because. That's the only thing that scares me about Anthony Edwards is, is just that last incident that was off the court. Just, you know, that that gets crazy. It's hard to play. Remember, I remember I said this early in the year when it was Dame Damian Lillard, and I was like, "Yo, it's gonna be hard to play going through a divorce." And y'all was like, "No, this and that," and we're kind of seeing that. I'm, but I'm always right. Go to Cam. Let Cam give you an explanation because I'm always right. Cam, what do you think about this? Will Chamberlain had 100 points with 10,000 bitches. He said. That's why they pay you the big bucks, Cam. Will Chamberlain ain't, Chamberlain ain't had these problems. <laughs> Well, Chamberlain said, well, Chamberlain said he fucked, well, fucked 90,000 bitches. <laughs> That's what he said. And had so, 70. Yeah, had 70 points. Dang, Widow had 70, dang. <laughs> What's going on, dang? Yeah, so I don't be wanting to hear none of that. I'm talking about, I think where you coming from, but listen. Well, Chamberlain, I, that's the that no kind of headache that is. 
Yeah, well, Cam, yeah, look yeah, to the yeah, camera yeah. and tell Dame that. Dame, my man, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't say no, I ain't blaming nothing <laughs> on the way Dame playing about his relationship. Dame is Dame, my man. In other words, I'm, I'm not said, saying that. In other words, Dame Killer said, Will Chamberlain had a hundred thousand points, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I did not say that. This was about this this was about Ant Man. I don't know how we got to Damian Lillard. This was about Ant Man. I'm not I'm not doing that. Dang, all right, we're man. not doing that. Shout out to no, Dame. You, Thank you for you, the sneakers, Dame. I got on my yeah. Yeezys. I always talk crazy when I put my Yeezys on, Dame. Blame it on but, the Yeezys. But but back to Ant Man too, same you know, same scenario. Like you said, yeah. To me, uh, that situation doesn't scare me, and I dig what you're saying. Anything off the court could hinder your image. What you think about? Same way Stat was just talking about Wimby going to bed early, reading books. They try to you know make you this clean cut guy, and yeah. with, with me with Ant Man, to be honest with you. For a person in his position, pause at this age in his life and the money he's making. Uh, and they and they seven bitches. <laughs> you know he got caught slipping with one joint. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it was one joint he got caught slipping. Ain't like he all over the place. Two hundred thirty-five million. He fucked up. Look. I, I'm not here saying no names or making or nothing like that, but niggas made niggas made lemonade. The song. Yeah, made lemonade. <laughs> yeah, like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas get You're caught right. up one, one or two times. We're like, yo, yeah. I wild out. I wild out. Yeah. So I, I don't think as far as back to the actual question, I think Mace is right about working on his game more but as far as th that's a great debate because it's like it's about who you like uh and what kind of game you like uh um, yeah if he get a consistent three he's by far the best player right and you know because because of explosiveness look, look we used to think, when we was talking about it, i didn't want to bring it up but we were talking about the face of the nba uh a couple segments ago and i was just saying to myself you know because mace brought up the off the court shit and he's 100 percent right but think about this. If he had no off-the-court issues or no problems, or not as injury-prone as he is um, his first few seasons, is John Moran. And without the issues he had, the way he plays, he, he could have been one of the faces of the NBA, but there's too many other issues. You got to realize his second year in the league, he made third-team All-NBA, but he gets hurt. We all know the issues off the court, so on and so forth. So when I'm thinking about this question, I'm like, Anthony Edwards does have the same explosiveness as John Moran, if not a little more because he's taller. Um, he has a great mid-range game. He definitely needs to work on his three. But SGA, um, he's just he's like a Chris Paul to me, uh, but taller and a little more athletic. So traditional point guard with a little 2K on it. And we all know what Luca brings to the table. My question for Luca is: Could you carry a team to a championship? It isn't about his play; his individual play speaks for itself. But could you carry the Dallas Mavericks to a championship? I don't know. That's a great question for those three players. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, the, I mean, to me, the face of the league is going to be whoever gets to the chip first. That's normally everybody that was a face of the league got a chip. Yeah. Uh, I think of face of the league, my type of face falls of the league was like Magic Johnson, um, Isaiah Thomas. Anytime they was winning, they was winning chips. So whoever win a chip is going to be the face. So we, we don't even have to worry about that. We ain't got to try to make Wimby it. Wimby better start winning if he want to be the face. Because nobody losing consecutively going to be the face of the league. Now, if they get Clay in San Antonio and Dame Lillard, they might, you know, they're going to need somebody else in, in San Antonio. Probably yeah. Russell Westbrook and Clay Thompson will be headed there. Guess we'll find out and see. And then the last question before we wrap, Jimmy Butler is one of five players suspended in a Heat versus Pelicans fight that took place during the game on Friday. Did you see the fight? And then do you think the suspension was fair? Where's all these fights coming from, man? What's going on with niggas? He's wait. Killer, what you think about this, man? I didn't see the fight. Uh, I seen clips of the fight. Let me stop. Man, I didn't see the whole out brawl. I seen clips of it, but I mean, it was like a little mini brawl on the court. I don't know. Like the Malice in the Palace? Was it Malice in the Palace? Hell no. That shit was Fisher Price. That shit was daycare center compared to that. (laughs) You gotta take your kids there. That shit was Malice in the Palace. Was get out, get out. This was so yeah. different. <laughs> this shit was like shit out of me. Stag five and run, run, and I, 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 yeah, I, I remember <laughs> I went to a, I went to a boxing match. Riddick Bow against this Russian nigga. I can't think of his name. And uh, the Russian dude kept punching Riddick Bow below the belt to the point where they had to stop the fight. And Riddick Bow is all, all them Brooklyn niggas. They ran the ring and started fighting. Then the whole crowd just turned black against white. You don't even know if the white people was rushing or not. I'm talking about <laughs> we we trying to get out of there. We on the escalator fighting. Like, yo, that shit was that shit was a mess. Um, but as far as this particular fight, five games, you said, um, stat. Um, Jimmy Butler, well, the Heat players were suspended for one game, and then the Pelicans players were suspended for three, but it was five players. Oh, five players. Oh, listen. That listen, to be honest with you, that ain't bad. If this was David Stern, if this was David Stern, niggas would be out 26 games, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so so take a yeah, game Adam of three. Silver. Adam Silver is a player. <laughs> yeah. He liked the players, man. Yeah, he fucked with the players. This was David Stern, man. You would be out, nigga. Yeah, Minimum 15, David 20 games. Yeah, Adam Stern to him. I let a little nigga say the nigga soft. Let niggas get a little game or two. Even like the shit with Draymond. Uh, <laughs> it was in, it was, you know, it was indefinite. But indefinite turned out to be 11, 12 games. This wasn't no David Stern shit. Dude. David Stern was having niggas out for the season. So Mason's 100% right there. Adam Silver, and I said this on previous shows, he's definitely a player's commissioner. Yeah, David Stern, you wouldn't see these niggas to the playoffs. That's a fact. If they. Yeah, they definitely got a lot of grace considering, like, there wasn't 
too many punches thrown on the court. A lot of the stuff happened, you know, like to the side when the players came off the bench, but I don't know. They had Did a lot Triple J throw punches? The question was Triple J active. No. That's what was funny about the video because no, <laughs> like <laughs> it was Triple J, and then Tyler Hero comes running out of nowhere trying to break. I'm like, what is y'all finna do? Like, the thing yeah. is, already, it's, the team has already been done. Where'd y'all come from? Because I'm just like, <laughs> why did Tyler Hero think he was gonna get any hit in? That was funny, but it's the effort that counts. Tyler Hero wasn't gonna throw no punch. He really wasn't. <laughs> nah, but he so, might. He's from Milwaukee. He's from Milwaukee, so he get crazy. Yeah, he can get crazy in spirit because I have never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Tyler Hero, though. <laughs> like, Yo, Tyler Hero, she violated you. She said you get crazy in his spirit. <laughs> in his prayer time. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was crazy. That. <laughs> Well, y'all, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh, 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 like when they doing them two for four.